And all of a sudden I hear the door open. Zoe runs up and starts barking and then just stops. I don't hear a single thing after that. The door opens silent. Mm -hmm. And I sit up in bed and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Somebody just broke into this house. R-O-T-N, let, let me present, present to you. you the Rotten Podcast. The Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Regular gum is boring, but Icebreaker's ice cubes are different. They're fancy. Icebreaker's gum has flavor crystals, which deliver a rush of cool, refreshing flavor. Plus, they are delightfully cube-shaped, making them soft and satisfying to chew. Icebreaker's Ice Cubes Gum. Ooh, fancy. Pick up your favorite flavor today. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hello. We are back. Welcome to the Rotten Podcast. Episode five, baby. Is it five? Yeah. Isn't Why it did crazy? I think it was four? No. Episode four was about the YouTuber confessions, which I think was such a great episode. We had a few people that reached out. Really? On to the, you? To the email. No way. They were like, hey, I saw the confessions episode. This is my story. I'm a mom, micro-influencer, da-da-da. Yeah. Would love to tell my story. But. Oh, that's so cool. I actually saw a lawyer reach out as well. She reached out on our um, actual Instagram. So if you guys want to reach out to us, Instagram or, you know, hello at rotten.io is like the best way to go about it. Yeah. And if you guys are tuning in, make mm -hmm. sure to follow, subscribe, like, rate. rate the podcast. We're just getting this thing started. Definitely a long journey ahead. Uh, but we're just getting into it. I can't believe this is officially month two of us doing this. Um, I believe December 15th will be exactly a month. So by the time this episode is out, it's almost exactly a month. So give us some love. We definitely deserve it. I honestly look forward to having these like therapy sessions with you every single week. Do you really? Um, Sometimes. Most of the times, yes. There's There's been some times where I'm like, Ugh, like it does get you know, hard to do with everything else we have going on. Like we literally revealed our entire NFT we'll project. We'll get into that, yeah. Yes. And we actually sold out, which last episode we hadn't sold out yet, which is crazy because when we filmed that last episode, we were, you know, kind of a little bummed that we hadn't fully sold out yet. But within four hours of us filming that episode, we completely sold out at like 1 a.m. I think it really goes to show that we were here for the long term because even in that episode, we had said that like we we're here forever. And now that we've sold out, we're still here. We're still here and we're still building. So it feels really good. That was the craziest week mm -hmm. I think I've ever had. I mean, we were legitimately working 18, 20 hours every day sitting there. Mm -hmm. And when we didn't sell out initially, that was just 
such a grind because you're kind of in this weird limbo where there's not really much you can do until you get it to sell out in order to get to the next phase of everything. And so, you know, we pivoted as we kind of mentioned and uh, things really just picked up. I mean, the next day we were continuing to push everything, working, grinding our asses off. And then all of a sudden I was going to go to bed. It was like one Mm o'clock. There was probably like 200 left, 200 NFTs left. And all of a sudden they just started picking up and picking up. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to bed. And we FaceTime Andrew and he was in bed and we're like, think we're going to sell out. Yeah. And then it happened. I want to give a special shout out to the gutter cat gang because I'm pretty sure they were the ones that bought the last like 70 of the entire mystery trunks. So um, as a show of solitude, I ended up buying a gutter cat gang and they're like, they're so fun. They like have a hashtag called gang gang. And they just like, <laughs> whenever they say hi to each other, it's like, yo gang gang. And it's like, it's so fun. And I love that like language where you feel like you're a part of our tribe. And if you guys haven't entered the run- runaways universe, um, our thing is like, welcome to the hideout horns up. Um, so I think it's also fun. Like when Horns up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so fun when, um, you know, communities have like their own little sayings. And P.S. If you want to do a horns up and you're only on audio, how would you explain how to do it? Like a rocker? It's like, yeah, it's putting your thumb to your two middle fingers yeah, and pressing so them in to do kind of like a rock and roll yeah, thing. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, which NFTs and these this language, I'm sure, is foreign to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are interested Join our Discord, follow us on Twitter, check out our website, DM us. We are more than happy to answer any questions. We are so active when it comes to the NFT project as far as communicating with new people. So that was a crazy night. That was what, Thursday night? I can't remember what night it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Thursday night. And things just picked up so quickly. That kind of happened with what our Mr. Trunk reveal, because we were supposed to have a party on, what was it? Sunday night and then ended up being Monday night because our developer found a last minute security issue that we did not want to fuck with. We wanted to make sure everything was nice, crystal clear. You know, we wanted to make sure everyone was safe. And so he had to push it back 24 hours. And I remember when we first got that text message from from um, our developer, he was like, yo, I really think it is the best interest of everyone if you just push back reveal for 24 hours. And I remember just looking at that text message being like, this is not real because we were supposed to start our party in 30 minutes. I think it was only 10 minutes. It was like it was like 5, 10. We were supposed to start like 5, 30. So yeah, like 10, yeah. 20 minutes. We had to write an announcement, make a tweet, make a post, let yes. everybody know, figure out how to do as much damage control as possible. And we hopped on a live Twitter space and told everyone, hey, mm-hmm. sorry, you know, we're going to have to push back a day. And everyone was so understanding. It was like... I don't know how to explain it, but our community is just so positive and FUD free. I was just so thankful that we have like this smaller community because if this reveal was to happen with that, you know, if we had actually sold out 6,666, I don't think we would have been able to control the, um, how the community reacted as well as it did. It would have been too much, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's actually a good thing to start small, build slowly. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, the typical process of launching an NFT project, you build up your community, you have a date, you sell out, then you reveal what the actual NFTs look like. Usually three to five days later, there's that in-between process because you want to really build up hype. It's like if everyone bought a deck of um, like a pack of cards and all of a sudden you weren't allowed to open them until maybe a few days later, they like unlock them. So that's how it works in NFTs. And so we sold out Thursday night. And Sunday was the day we were going to allow people 
to reveal their NFTs. And then that's what happened. We had to push back another day. And so Monday comes along and we have this whole plan um, to do our reveal party, live Twitter spaces, getting some interaction with the community, bringing people up on stage. And it went better than I could have ever imagined. We hung out with them for like four hours. And the day before that, it was two hours. And we we had to we had to cut it off. We're like, you know. We could keep going, but it's getting late. Yeah. It was nine, ten o'clock Sunday night after such a long week. And um, it was so crazy to see the interaction with everybody, how excited people were when they started opening up these mystery trunks that when you do go to our website, you open them up, you actually get a pick between three different NFTs that have been generated for you, which has never been done. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is a very interactive new innovation uh, that we've created And what's so cool about it is I was not expecting the actual interaction between our community because I I didn't, I thought, okay, we're going to hop on the Twitter spaces, but I don't know how well people are going to interact and talk about it. And it ended up being so interactive where we literally had families opening them up together. Like this, the wife was kale chip. She was like having her husband look into it. And that's a good way to onboard new people into NFTs because it's a way to interact with other people. And we've had people in our community being like, Hey, I'm going to wait to open this up with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know? And that's so cool because we've literally created an experience. Yeah. And it was a live experience, mm-hmm. you know, we have to do these lives um, on like discord and stuff. I just got a, a text from Julia. And she was like, I just watched Ranga open a box live. And Ranga is actually one of our inspirations behind the mystery box or mystery that was Ben. Trunk. Oh, he's the one that did it live. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, So <laughs> I'll have to tell her that we actually know who did it live. Um, But she was like, we should do that with the mystery trunks because it's so fascinating and so fun to watch. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. And the best part about it is you guys know NFTs as someone, something like celebrities change their profile photos to. And I wasn't sure how many people would change their profile photos to like, a, you know, a little like runaway. So many people did. It was so fun seeing everyone change their profiles. It was so rewarding Mm -hmm. after 11 months of working on this and then finally seeing people gravitate and make their own selections. And what's so crazy to see is that the things that we loved the most, sometimes people didn't even select them as the one they wanted. And it's so cool to see that this is a community curated collection. It's the first of its kind where whatever makes it into the collection is going to be chosen by the people who own it. Yeah. And so everyone has their own taste and it's so cool to see what people are rocking with. That is to me the most rewarding mm-hmm. process in the whole thing. So yeah. What else is, what else is going on this week? I mean, I just, the NFT stuff. <laughs> I mean this week, Matt and I actually spent four days without each other. It was three days. Um, but I went to Big Bear for the annual Asian Girl Squad Big Bear trip. And if you guys don't know anything about that or you guys just have never met me before, um, I have a squad <laughs> on YouTube called Asian Girl Squad. It was a joke that happened to stick and everyone just calls us that now. But there's four of us. There is me, Mia, Lauren, and Remy. And all of us are either partial or full Asian. So we started doing this annual Big Bear trip in 2016, and it's stuck for seven years now. It initially started with Alicia, who is an honorary member of Asian Girl Squad, and it's progressed into this massive giant thing at one point. Starting in 2018, 
Um, another YouTuber made it super elaborate where she invited like 13 girls and it no longer was like an Asian girl squad trip. It became like a whole like lifestyle YouTuber girls trip where, you know, we were like all like collaborating and taking photos together and like doing giant giveaways and all of us were growing by like a hundred thousand Instagram followers in literally a weekend. I'm definitely glad it scaled back though. Can I just say the amount of drama that I have been on the sideline for with these trips? I mean, they all turn of them or just the, the no, 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 the ones. elaborate ones where you know there's all these girls who got together and I, well, you would come back crying, da da da. And I think we need to tell a funny story. <laughs> Regular gum is boring, but Icebreakers Ice Cubes are different. They're fancy. Icebreakers gum has flavor crystals, which deliver a rush of cool, refreshing flavor. Plus, they are delightfully cube shaped, making them soft and satisfying to chew. Icebreakers Ice Cubes gum. Ooh, fancy. Pick up your favorite flavor today. This is your invitation to plug into a lineup of Lexus electrified vehicles built at the intersection of performance and design with a range of options to fit any lifestyle. A feeling this electric is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the elevation of electrification and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Inventory may vary by dealer. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. I yes, think there's a I funny story, story that needs to be said. So, Which year what, what are you year? Talking about 2018. 2018. First, it was the first elaborate trip. And this is the first year that you and I started dating. Yes. And for you guys watching, you guys know what I'm talking about. This is the first tripping with Adeline. That's what people called it because Adeline was the girl that put everything together. And so a lot of drama, whatever. Tiffany, you and I weren't living together at the time. I was staying at your house to watch Zoe Mm -hmm. during the trip. And I remember we were in conversation, of course, FaceTiming throughout the trip. And you maybe let's just say for whatever, for conversation's sake, it was Thursday night and you were supposed to come home Friday. Yes. We FaceTime, we talk Thursday night, I go to bed and all of a sudden it's maybe 1.30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and Zoe starts barking and I'm like, okay, no big deal. Mm -hmm. And it's pitch black in the house. I'm in, you know, the bedroom, in your bedroom. Yeah. And... All of a sudden, I hear the door open. The door opens. Zoe runs up and starts barking and then just stops. I don't hear a single thing after that. The door opens, silent. No lights go on, no movement, nothing. (laughs) And I sit up in bed and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Somebody just broke into this house. Mm -hmm. And I literally sit up. And I just start panicking and I don't know exactly what to do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of this house. I go in the backyard in my underwear (laughs) and I'm looking for a way out. And there's, there's, there's gates that line the entire backyard. So there isn't a clear exit for Mm -hmm. me. And all of a sudden the security lights turn on. So now (laughs) I'm like, 
a fish out of water in the backyard, one thirty in my boxers, franting, panic. Somebody's in the house, and now I'm exposed because it's completely pitch black, and I'm in the backyard with spotlights on me, and I have no idea what to do. I'm about to hop the fence. I go around the side. Yeah. I look in. I look inside of the house to see who's there, and I see Tiffany's luggage, <laughs> and I go, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Okay, in my defense, I really wanted to surprise Matt. And I walk in the door and I hear him. I don't want to like wake him up drastically, but Zoe wakes up. So I'm just quiet. I pet Zoe so that she doesn't wake him up because I just wanted to, I wanted to surprise Matt. But then I hear Matt going out the back door and I'm like, oh fuck, I think I scared him. So I pull up the security cameras on my phone and I'm like laughing quietly to myself because I'm watching you just in the backyard, a little frantic, trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And to this day, I swore I, I, I saved this video on my phone and I cannot find it anywhere to save my life. And I wished I had it. Part yeah. of me is so sad that we don't have that video. And then the other part of me is so happy. I don't have to look at myself and just feel an immense amount of disgust and embarrassment for how I handled that situation. I wasn't trying to scare you, but after I saw that you had like, you know, like gotten scared, I kind of wanted to go with it. But then I felt really bad afterwards. Um, but what a terrible way. Like what? turn on a light, say anything, but to just walk in pitch black, not even say a word and just stand there. How fucking scary is that? I mean, that that's pretty fucking scary. If you did that to me, I would shit my pants. Absolutely yeah, because it was pants. door open, the dog barks. Thing is, you did not call 911, sir. That would be like the first thing I did. Was what grab well, a what fucking... is 911 going to do for me if there's someone right there, right then? I have to protect myself first. If but I'm you in the grab back. anything. I grabbed my phone and I ran because then I'm my plan of attack was get me the fuck out of this backyard (laughs) and I'm going to run as far as I can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to call once I am in a safe spot. But Mm -hmm. what am I going to do? Stand outside in the backyard and call 911. They're not going to be there for 10, 15 minutes, maybe. So if anything's going to go down, it's already going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you survived your first. And now I have security measures in place Mm -hmm. um, where if anyone comes inside of the house, I'm I'm ready I'm ready to go. There's no running. It's uh, fight. it's it's hiding behind a door and waiting for someone to walk in and you it's know. fight, flight, or freeze. Which one do you think I would do? Would I fight, flight, or freeze? I think you would have you would you would have yelled like "Hello, who's there? I'm calling nine one one or something like that." I don't think I would. What do you think you would have done? I would run. Really? With with a with a like something in my hand. Um, just today. I swear something weird happened while you were taking a shower because I was getting ready for the podcast today, maybe an hour and a half ago while you were taking a shower and all the doors in the the hallway are closed and I hear someone open the door to my bedroom while I'm in the bathroom. I, I think I'm like brushing my teeth or doing something. I finish up. I open my bathroom door. I open my bedroom door to go into the hallway to say hi to you because I wasn't sure if you needed something from me. You were still in the bathroom. And this was today. Was it a door close? No. Was the door open? Nothing was open. Nothing was closed. Everything was the same. I left it. All I did was I heard it. You heard a door? I heard someone open my door to my bedroom oh. while I was in the bathroom. Only. Are you sure? Because you know what happens if we open, keep one of the back doors open and then there's wind and the pressure, it kind of closes one of the doors. So maybe what happened was... No, I closed my door specifically so that Zoe and Theo could not leave my bedroom. If you guys don't know the layout of my house, my office door 
leads to the hallway and there's another door that leads to the backyard. So I had had the backyard door opened, but my office door closed to the hallway so that Zoe and Theo, our two dogs, couldn't get out. But I had heard someone open the hallway door to my bedroom and then close it because they didn't see me. And I remember even when I was in the bathroom, I had my bathroom door wasn't closed. I looked out and I saw you had closed it already. So I was like, whatever, I'll just like finish doing whatever I need to do. And then I walked outside and you were still, I could hear you just like taking a shower still. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? But Zoe wasn't freaked out. So then I didn't freak out, but I was like, something weird just happened because it sounded so real. Like I checked twice. Weird. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I believe you, but anyways. You're so nice. <laughs> Not that, that I, makes you happy. no, no, no. Not that I don't believe you. I just, I think that you believe that happened, but I'm just not sure if Have that actually happened. Have you ever had like a, a weird encounter? Like I've never believed in ghosts or anything until um, Zoe, I got Zoe. And I actually have footage of this and I've told you this story a million times. I've seen the video. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So I, I do believe in weird encounters. I don't believe in if, I, if I necessarily believe in like demons or ghosts or whatever. I just believe that, you know, there are things that we just can't see. And I believe this because when I first got Zoe, she was maybe 12 weeks old when she first had her big girl barking episode where before that she would do like little cute. All of a sudden, this random ass day, I'm living on the fifth story of my nice apartment loft in downtown LA, not the shitty one, the nicer one. And all of a sudden, Zoe just has a fucking freak out spasm of hard like big girl barks like barking 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 insistently and she wasn't barking at anything except a wall in my bedroom straight up looking it up at the corner of the wall at the ceiling one corner only and I was like this is so weird so I grab Zoe I bring her inside my bedroom because she but at that point she was at the like doorstep of the bedroom I grab her stuck her inside the second I let go of her body she runs out turns back at that wall and starts barking incessantly again. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm freaked out. And by this time, by the way, I'm living with my ex-boyfriend at the time. Both of us are freaked out at the point. And my ex, his mom randomly had given us sage. We had never saged the apartment at that point. So he grabs the sage. She's still barking. We're like trying to calm her down. She's still barking at the spot. So I grab Zoe and he has the sage in his hand. We go back into the bedroom together. He like lights the sage on fire and I grab it. And I stick it up to one of the corners. Not the corner that she was barking at, but the opposite horizontal corner. I stick it up. And you know what the first thing that happens? The cross fell. Yes. So my ex-Catholic had a cross with Jesus on it. It was sitting nicely on our dresser. The second I saged the room. Mind you, I'm filming all this, so I do actually have. I know all the I saw evidence. the video because I was like, I don't know, maybe this is just some coincidence in the same way. It was the second I lifted the sage to the corner of the bedroom that my dog was incessantly barking at. You just hear this, it sounded like glass shattered. And I was freaking. I was like, what the fuck is that? What is that? What is that? And my ex goes, that was Jesus. And I go, you're lying. Like, there's no way that was Jesus. Jesus on the cross. And I look, Jesus has had fallen. Jesus fell off the dresser. Insane. I could not believe when I saw that video because it's so scary. It's almost like you guys are frantic and then it's like, wait, what fell? And then, oh my God, no way. And you look and you pick it up and you're like, it's the cross, literally. What are the chances that 
you know, the second you sage a house, which is supposed to release demons from your house, the second I do that, the demon decides to literally throw Jesus across the room. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> bad energy in downtown LA, I feel there like. Is. So Maybe I'm not super surprised. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. For a limited time, Outback Steakhouse has a new three-course meal called the Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. With so many mouth-watering options, the Aussie 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 oi, oi, oi. is a deal worth celebrating. With soup or salad, five bold and flavorful entrees to choose from, and a New York-style cheesecake for dessert. New York? That's not Australian. The Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Three courses starting at just $16.99, available at Outback for a limited time. Outback, no rules, just right. Do you believe in ghosts? I mean, I know you said you you don't believe, like, what are your thoughts on ghosts, spirits? That moment made me believe in ghosts, but I don't necessarily think I believe in ghosts. Like, there, there's, like, too many coincidences where I feel like, okay, there is a possibility that they are, in like, around us. But maybe I think they're like something we just can't see and other things and beings can see it. Our eyes only have like three cones in it, right? And those see the primary colors versus a shrimp can see 18 different colors that we can't see. So maybe it's just something that we just can't, you know, see. Have you ever had um, an experience with psychedelics? What's considered a psychedelic? Is, are shrooms psychedelics? Yeah. Well, yes, because, you know, shrooms are legal shrooms, now Shrooms, LSD... I've never done those like hard ones, just shrooms. Which but have you ever had an experience on shrooms where you were like really deep in it? No, I've never hallucinated ever in my life. You know what's so funny? Before weed was legal, I always thought that weed made you hallucinate. I think it does. It does mildly does it? make you hallucinate. Oh yeah, I have for sure. never hallucinated in my entire life. On People weed. definitely hallucinate on weed, like. Weed is very powerful if you if you don't have a tolerance to it, and especially yeah. your first times really getting high, you can definitely have some like, you know, hallucin like mild hallucinations because yeah. it is a psychoactive drug. Yeah, it's a, it has of course. So people definitely like hallucinate to a degree, but that is why it's so fascinating when doing psychedelics because mm -hmm. I've I've done LSD quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it in a long time, but. 
that is like one of the biggest takeaways is that you're seeing geometric patterns and colors and things vibrating around the universe in a way that just is nothing you've seen before, but it makes so much sense because you're, it's almost as if you're filling in the space here and it really just goes to show you that we only see what we know, but there is so much more out there. I was able to feel and see people's energy. I was having like you, at a do concert. Do you think you genuinely saw it, or you hallucinated that you saw it? Because there's a difference, right? I think it's all perception. So if I'm able to perceive your energy yeah. and see whatever I'm perceiving, that's still so powerful. Even if whatever it's it's not yeah. necessarily there, it's there because I'm feeling your energy and I'm able to actually see that in a physical mm-hmm. sense. I mean, I definitely believe in like dark energy and energy and feeling people's energy. So I can totally see why when you are on LSD or some sort of psychedelics that it would make you see things. And I don't know if you remember that when I first started dating you, I'd seen a psychic, two different psychics. Wow. I do remember. And do you remember what both those psychics had told me? And they were not in cahoots with one another. They both said that I had a little dark demon following me around. (laughs) And I go, what? <laughs> they didn't say that to my sister who was sitting next to me, who was also getting a reading. They only said it to me. And it was two different people. You do have a dark little energy around about yourself. Me. That was their way of saying it's you. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. And before we promote this in any way, I want to reiterate that, you know, LSD is not legal. They are actually doing a bunch of studies on it recently. Um, they're trying to actually legalize it. And shrooms are legal. So, YouTube, you cannot demonetize me because you've tried before. And <laughs> they've been trying to demonetize our channel, by the way. Really? Um, every single video of ours has been demonetized because of shocking content. And I'm like, I don't think it's that shocking other than maybe us cussing. So maybe we got to like reel back the cussing a little bit. But uh, I mean, I, I encourage people to experiment with psychedelic drugs because I do think that there are so many we powerful. We got demonetized ba- by, that, by that sentence alone. And then it's worth it. Okay. It's a powerful message. I really do. I've had so many profound lessons from taking psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest takeaway is that one, it really connects you to nature because you're seeing things in a different way and you realize it, it makes you way more hyper aware of your surroundings and the world. Mm-hmm. And you realize we're not just on this planet. We are this planet. And there's a weird connection that happens where- yeah. You know, it, you have to experience it for yourself for sure, yeah. but it's, it's very liberating and powerful because it brings up all of these, all of these things inside of you that you've been trying to suppress Yeah, and it just brings it to the front and makes you really see it mm-hmm. for what it is. I mean, I will say my one time I've tried, you know, shrooms, I remember being like, wow, colors are so much more vibrant. Like life feels more vibrant and I remember we were um, we were in like this beautiful like nature path there were these beautiful rolling hills and I just remember looking at them being like these are fake I swear we're in a simulation because these are just too beautiful and the way they I was imagining that I would hallucinate I never did but everything just looked crisp and contrasted and just 
vibrant. And I was like, oh, like, I bet you if I took more, because I took like- It would break through to that next yeah. sort of psychedelic- Because we were just um, microdosing. It wasn't like any insane amounts. It yeah. was just like one piece. Just a little nibble yeah. here and there. And I, I do think like taking part in those like things is like beneficial to people who have like mental health issues. I know uh, keto, what is it called? Ketamine? Ketamine, yeah. Ketamine is very, very beneficial for people who have uh, depressive disorders. Um, and there are like ketamine clinics now. And that apparently is a hallucinogenic as well if you take like too much, which is called a K-hole. You know what? Actually, I just saw, I think yesterday. Yes. They came out with this study saying, and I need to, I'm going to look up where who published this study, that shrooms are safer than marijuana. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I want to, I got to look this up really quick. I mean, marijuana versus alcohol is so different and so much safer. Like I can't imagine ever wanting to do anything, um, illegal or dangerous versus when I'm on alcohol, people like to drive. People don't want to sit still. They want to party. They want to do other things. They want to like partake in things that they would not normally not partake in. No, I agree with that. I think for me, marijuana makes you think more, yeah. at least in my perspective and opinion yeah experience and alcohol makes you think less yeah you numb yourself you make bad decisions you don't think things through you kind of just act you're kind of just moving and when you get to a state of you're too drunk you're not really in control of yourself where if you're too high you're overly um sensitive and in control and it's almost like you want to like cuddle up because you have too many thoughts and you're not sure what's going on and you don't know which thing to act on and you know i've definitely had that where i've been way too high for sure yeah you've told me that you don't enjoy talking to people while you're high and i, can I like see to be that. alone yeah. yeah there's only been one time i can think of where i like ate an edible right before one of my college friends had came over and i was so paranoid and this was the only time i've ever been anxious on it that she was judging me because she does not partake in edibles and i don't know why i decided to take one right before she came over but i did and it was such a weird experience feeling that because i genuinely don't feel anxiety very often yeah that's one of the things that i love about you the most is that you're very you're not an anxious person at all um and i definitely have more anxieties than you for sure i don't think i'm a very anxious person but i think everybody experiences anxiety to a degree and i definitely get anxious about certain things and I definitely can get anxious when I'm high. Yeah. Um, but throughout my experience, I've learned that the strain and the type of weed is super important in finding one that works well with your like brain chemistry and stuff like that. So now I really just try to find like different strains and weeds that don't make me anxious at yeah. all. And it is a really great thing once you find one that kind of just makes you feel even more relaxed. Yeah. It's almost like nature's Xanax. Uh, I want to go that far and say like we're, we're not trying to promote doing anything you don't want to do well people can decide what they want to do what do you mean well i don't want to say like you should go out and try getting high because it's like nature is xanax or like i'm just saying in my experience yeah yeah and um, i do think people should experiment i think there's nothing wrong with experimenting if you're doing something in a safe environment yeah, I, as long as you have people around you that can keep you safe and healthy during the experience, I think is 100%. the best way to go about it. And it's so cool to see that, like, you know, everyone's view of these drugs have changed a little bit because I remember growing up, weed was so bad, shrooms was so bad. And now they're talking about, I, I've seen that there's actual studies happening that 
the U.S. government has SD. allowed and legalized studies on LSD. Yeah, Al- Albert Hoffman, I believe that's his name. Mm-hmm. He was the chemist who was the one to actually synthesize LSD, LSD. back in the, I think, late 50s or early 60s. Yeah. He was trying to find a cure for migraines. So it was oh. like developed. It wasn't developed to be a drug. It was developed to be a cure and a substance to treat migraines. And then throughout that process, he noticed something very magical yeah. that happened when he dosed himself. Okay, so I looked it up. I don't want to botch this. So Albert Albert Hoffman first synthesized LSD on November 16th, 1938, which oh, is in like almost 100 years. That's crazy. Main intention of the synthesis was to obtain a respiratory and circulatory stimulant. Mm-hmm. And he set it aside for 5 years. And then he looked back on it five years later on April 16th, 1943, and he took a little bit of it. And this is the first ever LSD trip. And there's (laughs) actually a day. It's It's the bicycle day. What did he notice about it that was so different? I perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscope plays of color. That's so funny that he says that because I feel like you struggle with like daylight and like looking at Yeah. And you said that started ever since you had your like first trip or whatever, right? Yeah, I went to a neurologist. And from what I remember, he said, I have extra nerve endings in my brain. Um, from LSD? No, no, just <laughs> in general. Like my mom has the same thing where she's prone to migraines. Light is very sensitive. Yeah. She always wears sunglasses. Um, it can trigger a migraine. It's always been the same for me. I've always had sensitive eyes. Mm-hmm. So once, once I actually started experimenting with psychedelics... It kind of like amped up everything and um, it amped it up a little bit yeah. for me. And so I was like not sure what was going on. Yeah. And I actually went to like a neurologist and they're like, oh, you're fine. You have this. Maybe just stay away from the psychedelics. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that, you know, a lot of these drugs are <laughs> so illegal in other countries. And that brings us to Brittany Griner. And this is like huge news happening right now. So. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with GlobalX ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, if you guys don't know, Brittany Griner. I don't know if it's Brittany Griner or Brittany Grenier, but I think it's Griner. I'm just, okay, Brittany. <laughs> um, Brittany, who is a WNBA player, went to Russia and she took hash oil with her. And she was sentenced to nine years in prison. In Russia. We missed the big part. She was in Russia doing this, where in Russia, hash oil, weed, all that stuff, very, very illegal. And, you know, it's a But how dumb country. do you have to be Yeah. to, to go it. to that type of country mm-hmm. and bring vape cartridges? There are, like, a handful of countries I would never fuck with, Russia being one of them, North Korea being another one, and like the Middle East. In any way, I would follow the culture. I would follow the laws to a T, right? Because not only are they really strict and stringent, they have not the best relations with the U.S. So you can't really guarantee that you're going to be safe in those countries when the U.S. doesn't have good relationships with them. Like in Japan, I wouldn't fuck with their laws either. You know, Adderall is illegal in Japan. I know that. Yeah. So I was not prescribed ADD. I was diagnosed diagnosed as having ADD. I looked up a bunch of countries where it's illegal to bring it because I was actually curious about Brittany Griner and like what countries had different things as illegal and so I was like oh shit like I can't go to Japan with like my my prescription of ADD medication so you know I wouldn't ever try to fuck with Japan but like if I had accidentally brought it in I wouldn't be as scared as like Russia it's it's a very unfortunate situation yes she shouldn't have been locked up for nine years but you don't you just don't do that yeah you know like that is just it's why? Why did you, you need to bring to vape cartridges? And I understand maybe that is a form of medication that helps her, mm-hmm. right? Like I could totally see that side of things, but yeah. you have to respect the international borders. You're entering a territory that's not controlled by the U.S. Yeah. government. It's out of our hands. You have to respect other people's cultures and their culture in Russia is you just don't partake in those types of drugs. But, at ag- all. but again, like that is just the dumbest thing to do. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it gets all this mainstream publicity and it sparks all of this debate about if this was a male basketball player, you know, and it, it just turns into this big controversy about why is she still there? You know, why haven't we gotten her back? And then it taps into another conversation of, well, aren't there a lot of other people who are probably more deserving of being relieved from their sentences in Russia yeah. rather than this WNBA player who brought an illegal drug into the country you broke the law mm-hmm. so it's hard to make a case for that and yeah. um, because it's gotten so much publicity it's kind of risen to the top of being a priority to exchange her for someone else in a prisoner swap and um that's exactly what happened i think it was two days ago they swapped with victor bout i think his name yes. is He's considered the merchant of death. So Victor Bout was sentenced to 25 years in prison Jeez. for delivering anti-aircraft missiles, yeah. providing aid to terrorist organizations, and conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens and officials. What a bad, bad swap. Because we swapped... I. I love that we got Brittany Griner back. I just hate the fact that we had to give up literally a war criminal... For Brittany Griner. It really goes to show the um, the level and magnitude of media attention, right? Because I don't think if she got this much media attention, would we have ever, ever swapped her 
for a war criminal but because she got this level of attention which hey you know what like it was a it was a story we could tell because people were talking about it and people were agreeing like yo like weed is legal in the u.s so it's crazy to think that like anyone could ever go to jail for nine years and it wasn't just regular jail this is jail in (laughs) russia where it is hard labor you know it shows how important the media attention is and how we spotlight these things um because i know that there are so many other people who are probably deserving to be swapped out instead of her especially for a war criminal i mean yeah i think it's really really unfair Um, that we had to give up a war criminal, but it also goes to show how intense, you know, the relationship with the U.S. and Russia is to the point where we couldn't just give up any old person for Brittany Griner and people were protesting about the fact that we weren't doing anything about it. So I think there was just a lose-lose situation. We wanted Brittany back because the media kept giving her so much attention, but because Russia knew how much attention she was getting, they knew they could, you know, show their hand and say, you know what, give us something better than Brittany. Because we're not going to give her up because we know how important she is to you. So I think overall, everyone lost in this situation. Brittany lost. Well, it seems like Russia was the winner in this situation. It was a lose-lose situation for everybody involved on the U.S. side. Yeah. Right? Because if they didn't get Brittany out and got the Marine out, then everyone would be like, why didn't Brittany get out? She's in there just for the stupidest thing. She's in there for weed. Weed's legal here. She doesn't deserve to be in there. And then now the other side of the story is, well... What about this Marine who's doing something beneficial for the entire United States? Right? But I don't think people's opinion is she did something that's legal here because I think everyone's on the same page as far as it's not legal there and you you brought it there. I don't think everyone's on the same page. I think really? when I first heard that story, I was like, I cannot believe she's in there for weed. I get that it's legal there and what she did is illegal. Like she shouldn't have done that. Yes. But I couldn't believe the magnitude of how she was getting treated because of something yeah. like that. Right. It was the magnitude of it. It was nine years in prison, not in like a jail cell where she gets to like sleep and goes outside for an hour. It was um, a labor camp where she had to work 18 hours a day. I I don't really know. But because she was also taller and strong as a woman, she had to do hard labor, which was not just sewing buttons on a fucking coat. It was like picking up 50 pound cases of flour and throwing it into a truck. And like, you know, was that what she had to do? mm -hmm. Because I was I heard them say that she was actually fine with whatever her job was and they had to find a specific task for her because her hands were so big she was so tall she couldn't fit in the you know in some of the workstations so i'm sure you like know more about that than i do but i do know that her her like labor was picking up heavy things which yeah no one wants to do that yeah at least i don't want to do that could you imagine getting thrown into jail in Russia amidst all of these tensions rising with the U.S. and Russia in this war breaking out. Like, talk about terrible, terrible timing. Talk about not thinking things through. It's so frustrating. I feel for her, but I also feel like I see why people are frustrated. I also see why people are, you know, happy that at least she's home now. But it is, it was just like a, it felt like a media circus where like it, it became so politicized between Russia and the U.S. and the Reds and the Blues. You know, I feel for her as a human. That's got to suck. I can't imagine being in that situation. But but you it know. is bullshit because there are more people deserving of real. I mean, I think this goes to show that you should definitely learn the laws of any country you go to before you go to them. Because guess what? Not good. No, guess what? What? <laughs> in Indonesia. Again. That's what I was saying. Bali. Not good. <laughs> uh fun fact guys you cannot have premarital sex 
in Indonesia at all anymore. Um, this applies to tourists. And if you guys are like, I would never, ever, ever go to Indonesia. Sorry to break it to you. Bali is in Indonesia. And Bali is beautiful, beautiful, Jakarta beautiful. too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have ever had Indomie fried noodles, they're from Indonesia. So yummy. So you know their food there is fucking amazing. So great food, great beaches, beautiful waters. You want, you actually do want to go to Bali or Indonesia. One of my best friends has been in Bali for the past two months. Really? For what? Just for fun? Surfing for oh, fun. fun. They have some connects there. His girlfriend is a surfer, right? She's a surfer and she's got, she just knows a bunch of people. I think she spent a lot of time there. Yeah. So they get hooked up, they get good treatment and they just surf. Mia loves Bali. She says like it's one of her hands down favorite countries ever. So I want to go there. But if we go there, we can't have sex. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't make an effect for three years. Yeah. Out. yeah. So we need to we need to hop over there within the next three years. Actually, we'll be married, I guess, in three years. So it wouldn't really apply to us. But it, True. it goes to show True. like, do we have to bring a birth, like a not a birth certificate, but like a marriage certificate around? Like Maybe. If, if they're like, hey, you guys can't be in the same hotel room because not only can you not have premarital sex, you can't actually um, be in the same, like you can't have the same living situation. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, for those of you guys who want to visit, it doesn't take until effect for three years. But the craziest, craziest thing is, is you can't report someone unless you're related to them. So I guess that mitigates, you know, foreigners in there. But if you're a foreigner that has premarital sex with a non-foreigner, that Indonesian's um, family can report you and you go to jail. And it's not like, oh, like slap on the wrist, little misdemeanor. It's like one year in jail and a fine. I believe it's like a $700 fine, which that sounds like a lot for Indonesia. Well, I mean, apparently there was a decent amount of protests over the past couple of years or past couple of days. Yeah. In Jakarta. Can't remember what other cities. I mean, that makes sense because I am pretty damn sure that the majority of the people that live there have premarital sex and even the politicians who voted yes on it probably had partaken in premarital sex at one point. And it's not like a it's a commu- communist country, right? You would expect this in a communist country. They're actually the third largest democracy in the entire world, which I did not know. Not to mention, I'm sure they're one of the biggest tourist attractions in the world yeah right i mean they have to be up there they have to be up there ever since instagram because i think instagram really popular popularized a lot of these like small countries most people wouldn't know about Mm -hmm. right before instagram i thought the places you go to were mexico hawaii maybe asia but i would have never known about indonesia if it wasn't for all those beautiful like instagram true that's a good point bloggers yeah At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray strandum wing chair was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, and at the center, the most capable Subaru Forester yet, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. It comes with 9.2 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and advanced dual-function X-Mode. Discover adventure on a deeper level. The 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. 
we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, Shark. Shark has made an appearance. Yes, our cat um, made it into Matt's chair. Another story mm-hmm. I feel like is interesting to talk about. R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly illegal things. So R. Kelly actually released an album from jail called I Admit It. What? And there's a little speculation about it. So 13 song album. He put it up. It was on Spotify and Apple Music for three hours before it was taken down. Okay, good. And apparently he's claiming it wasn't him. He's claiming it's not him in the actual song so there's a like in the album like him recording wait back up didn't he say i admit it but then he's saying he's it wasn't him he's saying that wasn't him who released because he's gotten backlash because he's on trial he has actually another sentencing that's happening in february he got leaked on accident he's He's saying saying it's not even even him him. he's saying it's not even him someone that pretended to be him that's what he's claiming it's that's easily provable so if he said it's not him then I guess it was someone who faked it was him, right? I haven't listened to it, <laughs> so I can't be the, I can't judge, but all of the media outlets have been writing this story as if it was him okay. that released it, and now I think more stories coming out because he's denying that it was him. Yeah. So now there's more speculation about it, but yeah. fucking R Kelly. That's crazy. I mean, that would be a funny thing to do. Yeah. If you were someone that was trying to like <laughs> You know, capitalize on a moment and release an album called I Admit It. Okay, now that you say that, I'm like, there's no way R. Kelly would have called an album I Admit It. Maybe, though. But then also backtrack and say he didn't do it. like Because of the backlash, maybe. You know, that would be the the thought. I haven't read this article or read into it at all, but that is crazy to me. That is so crazy. What a scum. Yeah, I'm glad that he is getting the justice that, you know, he deserves. I wish it happened a decade ago when surviving R. Kelly, you know, when the first instance of what he did came out publicly on video, but then also R. Kelly coming, surviving R. Kelly happened during COVID, which was two years ago. So it's crazy how long the entire justice system takes. It's so crazy. And it leads me to, I don't know if you know, Deshaun Watson, Mm -mm. the quarterback, top level elite quarterback. And there's not many of them that exist. It's arguably one of the, hardest positions to play in sports which is why they're so heavily uh heavily coveted when yeah. you are an all-star as a quarterback and he was young i think he's only 26 yeah but he was on the texans all-star quarterback and all of a sudden all of these allegations of sexual assault start coming out by yeah. all of these massage therapists you probably have heard this story this was a couple years ago no i, I did and there was over i believe 28 
different massage therapists coming out saying that he sexually assaulted them, pressured them into doing stuff to him, paying them, you know, taking their hands, doing really Jeffrey Epstein shit, some Jeffrey Epstein stuff. But they weren't underage, of course, but and he started to get in this network of masseuse. And I think there was someone who was helping to facilitate Facilitate. this being like, oh, I know these girls that are going to be down, da, da, da. And um, he got released from the Texans. And since that time has happened, he actually just got signed by the Cleveland Browns over the offseason. And the NFL only suspended him for, let's see, last week was actually his first game back. So how long was that? Last week was week 13, so I think he only had a 12-week suspension. It's just so crazy that you could do those things, be, be called out for that kind of stuff, and an organization like the NFL kind of just slap on the wrist. But the fact that he's on the football field and a team is paying him millions of dollars to play, um, it's just really sad and it's unfortunate. And I think that the NFL has been pretty bad with that stuff as far as domestic violence, sexual mm-hmm. assault. You know, they've covered up a ton of stuff. Because those and players make them so much money. Yeah. And especially if he's a good player, like you're saying. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. And it's funny because last week was his first week back. I believe he had 12 completions. And so there was like so a he me- did do well. No, no. 12 completions is not a lot as a quarterback. Oh, Okay, and, uh, I don't know anything. <laughs> someone, I believe it was 12 completions, and someone made a meme that was like, Deshaun Watson had more sexual allegations <gasps> than completions this week. I don't mean to laugh at all, but, you know, there's sometimes you just have to find humor and when you feel really, really, really uncomfortable, and it makes me feel so uncomfortable that people just don't take women's stories seriously. And I actually just read an article where one out of six women in their entire lives will have... Um, will either be R-worded or attempted R-word. That's 15%. It's crazy that no one takes women seriously. Well, I don't think it's they don't take women seriously. I think... I mean, 28 women said... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying women... Like, I I take women seriously. So it's hard to say nobody takes women seriously as a blanket general statement. But you can't Um, say not all men. But but you're right because you have a situation where this guy's playing football amidst all of these allegations. And we've seen this story time and time again Mm -hmm. where a school will cover up a rape, you know, for, for an athlete. And then all of a sudden it breaks out. And then all of a sudden it's... You the school in the justice system only kicks in when they're caught yeah. red-handed. Yeah. Um, and that's the fucked up part. That is really is that they don't take action because something happens. They mainly the only media. take action when it's being publicized and when they are going to look bad for it. I think this really goes to show the power of media, not only you know traditional media but social media as well, because there are instances where you know things get more attention because people talk about it in such a visible way. And I think that's why Brittany Griner got released. And that's why, you know, so many things happen in the world where R. Kelly is finally getting, you know, justice that he deserves because of the media attention he was getting because he wasn't getting it a decade ago. Now he's finally getting it where people are like coming forward and making movies and documentaries and it's still taking forever, but it's finally happening. I think the only way that we get better is by holding people accountable to take action when those things happen. And it really needs to come from men. Mm -hmm. And it needs to come from men that are in a position of power because 
women are loud and vocal about it. And as tough and as delicate of a situation that is to be a woman, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine how difficult it would be to have that happen to you. And then being so scared with how do you even navigate that? Not to mention you are traumatized by having such a a terrible situation happen to you. Now you need to figure out how to go about it. Who are you going to tell? You know, that's the most difficult part, because if you tell, for example, your mom and she doesn't even want to deal with it, which I've seen that story in movies and in other documentations where what was that movie we were watching? Was it a movie or a show? Which one? Well, I'm asking which ones. I don't know what movie you're referencing. (laughs) No, hold on. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, She like tried to tell her mom and her mom didn't believe her. Elizabeth Holmes. The Theranos girl? Mm hmm. What did she tell her mom? oh that in college she uh i thought i thought it was that she told her mom and her mom told her to suck it up that's what i'm saying oh yeah 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 so what i'm saying is that's got to be so hard to be a woman and have that happen to you because who you tell will make such an impact on on how you process this and how you trust the world because imagine telling your mom that and she says suck it up now all of a sudden you're stuck with that trauma that is just going to be passed down and internalized in such a negative and poor way. Mm-hmm. So it really is. It's so many people are involved in supporting victims of rape because that is the, that is the cure. We need to support people who have these things happen to them, yeah. you know, champion around them, believe these stories. And it's just so unfortunate. Yeah. It's crazy how much women just don't get believed. And it doesn't matter how famous you are either. You still don't get believed. Like this is not the same as SA, but Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, right? She said one thing happened, which was she got shot on, on the foot by Tory Lanez, where he told her to dance B-word while shooting at her feet. And you could say bitch. Can I? I don't know. Okay. You're so like cookie cutter. Let's I'm come not on. cookie cutter. We're talking You're about You're a pretty drugs. cookie cutter. Okay. He told her to dance, bitch. I'm bleeping it for youtube because we're getting demonetized but he's a dance bitch and she literally told the world yo he shot me but no one believes her to the point where drake made a video or music or made a song about it and then had a backtrack saying i meant she was fake in the fact that she got like butt fillers well that that, that's what he said it was a line and that's what he he was talking about he knows that there's a double entendre to that there's no oh yeah of course that's why he said it yeah but what I'm saying is I don't even know what I think about this situation. I love to take, you know, anyone's word at value, but it's so tough when I think I read and I could be wrong that there was a police report. She lied to the police because she didn't want Tory Lanez, a black guy, to go to jail because they were in a relationship, right? Do you know how many domestic abuse survivors just don't tell the police the right story? They're like, oh, I got this black guy because I just fell. Mm. And she... Either way, she was yeah. he was shooting at her foot. I don't know if a bullet went into her foot or whatever it was, but he was shooting at her feet, and she got injured because of what he was doing. Yeah, it's it's so tricky. It's so tricky because I even find myself, you know, believing stories when it comes to celebrities and taking the side of whoever I think is more famous or the better person or a group watching, like the whole situation with um, Captain Jack Sparrow, aka. Johnny Depp, right? Like initially, I believed him. Then I believed her. Then I don't even know what to believe now. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Genuinely don't know what to believe. But, you know, with celebrities, you just think they're good. And it includes YouTubers as well. I fell in this category where people probably just think, I'm such a, I am a nice person, but like. You're not that nice. I am nice. You wouldn't be with me if I wasn't nice. So let's be real. Mm. To other people, I'm nice. Not to you so much. Yeah. Do you think I'm nice to other people? Of course. I get the worst of you. Yeah. And I get the worst of you. So let's be real here. Everyone, (laughs) the significant other always gets the worst of everyone. But don't hold us to the standard of like, we're always perfect or we're always good people because we can fuck up. And I think it's also what association you build with someone over the years whether it be a movie a way they made you feel as a kid Mm -hmm. an interview you saw a story that was written about them I mean these are just accumulations of information that we've processed and internalized throughout our whole life and now all of a sudden something like that happens you might have this whole backstory with Tory Lanez and you know how you view him as a person and then this comes out and it's unfathomable to even think that he's capable of doing something like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's the case with him because, yeah. you know, Tory Lane's super talented. I've watched videos of him making songs and he's a very talented recording artist, but you know, Meg the stallion also incredible talent. We saw her at Coachella, which mm-hmm. I was not expecting her to have the, stage the performance presence. of Coachella. In yeah. my opinion, that was the best performance we saw. And it was so unexpected because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Mega The Stallion fan. Like I see, I hear this stuff on the radio. I get stuff mm-hmm. through mainstream media. But aside from that, I don't really know her music. And it was a pleasant surprise to everyone how good the performance was. I almost um, missed my brand deal just to stay for Meg The Stallion because she was so good. It was a good show. Yeah. For sure. For a woman to come out and lie mm-hmm. to, to the level which she is, for me... I wouldn't think that you would go through that much of an extent to lie so publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a woman, having so much to lose, you know, making up this story. It sounds so insane and far-fetched. I hope that she's not lying. Mm -hmm. It's a lose-lose, right? Like, I hope Tory Lanez didn't do that, but I also hope that she's not lying. So it's... It's hard when it's two celebrities that you kind of, you know, think have, like, are talented. Yeah. Um, And I think that goes back to show why no one believed 
R. Kelly could have done what he did because when all the allegations initially came out was when he, you know, sodomized a 14-year-old and there was video footage of it, no one believed it because he was at the height of his career. It's like the Michael Jackson. It's like yeah. this, It's like a sad Harvey story Weinstein, we've seen. Yeah. Well, he looks like a guy who would do that, <laughs> to be honest. But no one believed the woman. Yeah. Until the Me Too movement happened in 2016, which is crazy to think about that no one really understood what, you know, sexual assault looked like until 2016 after the Me Too movement. Because I, I didn't even understand what was considered essay. Like, you know, like making sure that like when you, you and your partner are both drunk, you actually have to have both parties say yes, or it's considered like non-consensual, right? But like, I'm sure the majority of people who are drunk don't ask for consent. Yeah. But I guess you can get like physical consent, which is where you keep going. But like most people are not going to be like, so should we, are you okay with this? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so it's, I'm glad that people are, you know, taking sexual assault more seriously and learning more about it. And, um, finally listening to women when they say things are happening behind the scenes. Did you see that, um, Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter got allegations that he, uh, sexually assaulted a 17 year old. No way. Yeah. In like 2001. It's, either it's so, three or seven. it just feels like these stories just keep popping up, yeah. you know, with like everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard. It's, it's almost like these mass shootings that happen. You become sadly desensitized yeah. when these shootings happen and then you become desensitized when you hear that this celebrity that you know or one of your favorite celebrities has done something a decade ago this would be massive news it's just happening so often now that like it doesn't become salacious i mean it just goes back to the conversation of as a society and media how much it has an important role mm-hmm. in everything yeah even with the meg the stallion and tory lane's thing I don't even know who to believe for what you were. It's almost like it feels as if we're just basing it on, you know, these. He said, she said, he said, she said, I want to side with women. That's why I'm going to choose her versus this, that, the other. And I'm not saying that's a bad perspective. I think that that's actually a good stance to have is that when, when a woman, when a woman comes out publicly and says that these things happen, we do need to support women and we do need to take the extra steps to look into it and make sure that we're not, you know, making a woman feel, I don't know. Powerless. Yeah. Making a woman feel voiceless or powerless. But aside from the, from that conversation, it's so tough to figure out who to believe. I will say I totally get that stance of not knowing who to believe. And I totally get why I just genuinely took Megan's side at first. But I think this goes to show how, you know, all media is heavily politicized and even like, I know we talked about this in the last episode and I do want to bring this up because I think I did a poor job of telling anything juicy in the last episode because you're like, no, like, what are the lies? What are the lies? And after I filmed that episode, I realized there's a massive lie that I just didn't talk about and I completely forgot about, which is those 24 hour challenges. Do you know oh, no one does those are bullshit. No, the food ones, the easy ones are not bullshit, but the 20 staying in at Target for 24 hours illegally. Half those are bullshit. They don't actually stay at Target for 24 hours. They pretend they do. And they like, they pretend they brush their teeth. They pretend they're the, like, they'll have the lights out. They'll like turn off the lights on the like editing software. Um, and like switching houses for a day for 24 hours. Fake, 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 fake. To me, it just seems so obvious that it's fake, that it doesn't feel juicy. But I get for a lot of people that's. No, yeah, it's because you're so close to it. 
Not, not even close to it. I just don't believe most people's shit to begin with. And I wouldn't believe that someone's actually stayed 24 hours in a target. Because the, you can just edit that around however you want to make it look like it wasn't. Okay. Well, I guess I'm a very gullible person, which I've realized I am. I don't think you're a gullible person. Are you? Yeah. We filmed the Truth or Drink with Asian Girl Squad and Big Bear with Lauren and Remy and I. And it was only the three of us because Mia was exposed to COVID. But um, the question was asked, who is the smartest in the group? Guess, guess what the rank was? Book smart. And then we did a street smart one. Book smart would be you. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to be put on the spot to answer this okay. question. Okay, well, I'm who was dead to. last in Street Smart? You. Exactly. Gullible. Just very fucking gullible. If you told me, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, um, can you give me 20 bucks? I, like, I really need it for gas. I would give you 20 bucks. Yeah, you are kind of gullible now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to believe in people, which is a great attribute, but also the stupidest thing to have. I guess I don't really believe in people i don't think you're gullible at all that's probably a good thing to but to the opposite extent of where you just like don't believe anything versus i'm the opposite side where i just believe too much which is not good either it depends what it is for sure yeah but i think back to you know getting information which is why i fall in love so much with like podcasting and listening to podcasts and listening you know to joe rogan group chat i love listening to impulsive full send just Long form content. Lots what? of lots of males that are heavily one sided. Yeah, maybe right. I don't know. I mean, oh Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I, I think he gets such a rap for being so far on one side, but that's where I will it's, say he has got some really good episodes. Politics aside, mm-hmm. he he genuinely is a great interviewer. Yeah, and honestly, people don't even realize the fact that he's not even Republican. He's a Democrat. He's like in the middle, and so so he's not. Democrat or Republican, he's well he, well. he said, and I don't know exactly, but from what he said, he's always voted Democrat. He is a Democrat. He's mm-hmm. always going to vote the Democratic Party, and a lot of his stances are Democratic, but have shift. Our society has shifted those kind of views, which is what he talks about, which I think is so fascinating. Yeah, like even free also- speech, that was a huge thing that liberals were pushing, and now all of a sudden, Republicans are the ones that are behind free speech. In not deplatforming people. So it's just been a shift in our society and our culture because but that also was a very- Republicans say, my body, my choice, but then took away our choices as a female. Yeah. I mean, so I don't, every, I don't agree I with think, that, yeah. I think a lot of policies and politicians and parties are very hypocritical. I think that's a great way to end today's episode. <laughs> We've been, you know, talking and chilling for the last hour and a half. Yeah. I like talking about current news and- you know, yeah. maybe some controversial stuff. Well, with that being said, make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Apparently, 97% of our listeners listen on either Spotify or an Apple. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I had no idea. It's crazy. So, yeah, we don't need to shout out the other ones, Apple <laughs> or, or Spotify. Make sure to follow and rate us. And if you're watching this on YouTube, yes, hit that subscribe button, drop a comment, yes. let us know what your thoughts are. We will be engaging and we appreciate your listens. Should we have a comment of the day for the YouTuber listeners? What's the comment of the day? I don't know. That's a you thing. Comment down below if you've ever had a ghost encounter or if you just don't believe in ghosts. I, I love know. that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I want to hear those ghost encounters because we've all had those. 
um, episodes where we just can't wake up. What is that called? You know? Sleep paralysis. Yeah, and that that shit. That spooky. made me believe in ghosts at one point. Um, but yeah. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>